Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. All right, tomorrow during this hour, we will have the Moist line back. So if that's something you look forward to, it'll be the first time in two weeks. We always know that it needs a flush. Uh, you can still leave a message using the iHeartRadio app, the talkback feature, the little microphone. You can call toll-free, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. And there is a hack for the dumpster tomorrow. It was an easy choice and a fun choice. You'll find out all this tomorrow. All right, we are now going to talk to a candidate for statewide office on your ballot. Uh, They reached out to us. We took a look and said, sure, why not? We also found out that this person has been endorsed by the Los Angeles Times. It's a Republican running for state controller. Uh, His name is Lan He Chen. Uh, He apparently is a public policy expert who teaches at Stanford University. Grew up in Southern California, but now lives in the Bay Area. And in his candidate statement, said a lot about uh, the spending in the state that needs to be more closely tracked. All right. So we're going to get on. You punch him up there. Lan He Chen. I am here. Hello. Right. Good to have you on. Thank you for taking Thanks the for time. Me. Appreciate it, guys. 
So yeah, explain no to people, because people vote for so many things and they don't even know what the yeah. job is. What does a state controller do? Think of the state controller as the chief financial watchdog of the state, basically the person who's supposed to give us accountability and transparency into every single dollar the state spends, which we know we don't have now. We know that we've got literally hundreds of billions of dollars sloshing around in Sacramento, and there's no accountability for how that money is spent. And so there has to be someone, in theory, who's up there watching out for taxpayers. And that is really what the controller is about. The controller is the chief audit officer. You get to audit all the spending that happens at the state level. You can even audit actually local agencies that use state money. So great example of that is K through 12 school districts. And so you have this ability to audit, to provide information, and to be a, a watchdog for taxpayers. That's really what the job is about. So no, this is different from the treasurer. The treasurer is more about just putting out the yeah. money. Yeah, the, the treasurer deals with all of the money coming in. The controller deals with all the money going out. That's the way to think about it. So the treasurer is kind of like, uh, you know, state bond rating and, you know, issues involving tax collection. And the controller really is the person who's supposed to oversee the spending. And in some ways, you know, when there's spending going on that's fishy or illegal, the controller can basically say, hey, listen, we're not going to cut the check. Uh, a couple of years ago, there was a scandal where Alex Padilla, when he was secretary of state, tried to take a bunch of money. And instead of sending it to registrars of voters, he decided, hey, now I'm going to send it to a Democratic PR firm. And the controller actually stepped up and said, no, we're not going to cut the check. And so the controller has the ability to make sure that spending is happening the way we're told it's being uh, the way that's being done. What should a controller uh, could it, what could have a controller have done or should have done about the Tens of billions yeah, of dollars in fraud, waste yeah. in it, with the Employment Development Department, which sent out all those unemployment checks during COVID. And you ended up with at least $30 billion worth of fraud. And you had even yeah. death row inmates getting getting checks from the state government. What should yeah. have been done I mean, there thing, while it was happening? This thing was a complete fiasco. First of all, we, we should have stopped it before it happened. All right. If we had controllers that were actually not really asleep at the switch, we wouldn't have had this challenge in the first place. Why? Ten years ago, before the pandemic hit, the state auditor, we actually had a state auditor, too, believe it or not. The auditor wrote a report and said, hey, listen, if you don't fix this program called EDD, because, by the way, the technology on which it's built is from the Vietnam War era. If you don't fix this, you're going to have a massive fraud on your hands. So for 10 years, the Sacramento politicians basically sat on it and didn't do anything about it. If we had a controller at the time who actually cared about being accountable to taxpayers, what would have happened is the controller would have been all over the legislature and the governor to say, hey, here's how you can fix this program to avoid this challenge. Okay, so fast forward 10 years. You have a pandemic. The money is going out the door. You don't have anybody asking the question, why is the money going to even people who aren't eligible? We knew during the pandemic, the governor and, and his administration knew that they were sending money basically to anybody who applied for it, whether the person was eligible or not. My thing is, hey, guys, why don't you put in place like a trigger that says if the person's applying from San Quentin, don't send them the benefits? Uh, you know, it doesn't make any sense to me. So w what could a controller have done? The answer is a lot. The controller could have been actively trying to figure out. What's going on? Who are you sending the money to? Is the money supposed to go there? And for heaven's sake, if the money's going to someone it's not supposed to go to, stop sending the money.
So you uh, said, what, very simple you, process. You could have made a, 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 a ruckus about it in real time as it was happening, not just do an audit two years later and say, wow, look at all that money we wasted. Because sometimes I yeah, see it seems like that's what controllers and other similar officials do. After the money is all gone, they look back and say, wow, that was bad, wasn't it? And I'm wondering, well, who, yeah. can, who can say something in the moment and blow the whistle? Well, it's. It's, it's, it's about, do you want to be an aggressive watchdog for taxpayers? Because the, the reality is you can have access to that flow of funds to see what's going on, and, and you can sound the alarm. Now, you can't solve it in real time necessarily, but you can definitely say, hey, there's something strange going on here. Someone needs to, needs to pull the lever to make sure that this money is going to where it's supposed to be. You know, during the, the pandemic, as the money's going out, and by the way, this fraud happened over the period of a whole year. And you heard stories about people showing up with these debit cards on Rodeo Drive at Louis Vuitton to buy these purses. It's like, well, this is a little fishy. What's <laughs> happening here? And, and, and you just need somebody who's going to be more aggressive as opposed to just a, a yes man or a yes woman. So I, I, I think about it like this. The controller needs to be a watchdog, not a lapdog. And for too long, we've had controllers that are just lapdogs. They just sit there and, and, yeah, maybe after the fact they write a report. But even that's asking a lot of some of these controllers. So, yes, it's got to be real time. And then even after the fact, you got to look back and say, OK, what can we do to make sure this doesn't happen again? Would you have any purview over the high speed rail fiasco? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So high speed rail is an area of state spending that went from 30 billion dollars to over well over 100 billion dollars. And that's one area where we need to look at two things. Number one is where the money's actually gone. But number two is. We keep hearing stories about some of the contractors that are getting paid. They're participating in a process called no-bid contracting, which essentially Governor Newsom has said, hey, because we're still in a state of emergency, quote-unquote, we're going to use this power to basically give money to whatever contractor we want to give money to without having a fair bidding process. And, and that's one thing where the controller can in real time say, hey, you want to have this no-bid contracting process. The law says you're supposed to have a competitive bidding process. We're not going to pay this contract because it's, it's premised on an illegal or an unlawful pre uh, a premise. And so, you know, again, how do you get more aggressive in real time, and particularly with the challenges you mentioned? High-speed rail is a big one, but there's a whole bunch of other ones as well. Well, yeah, what, about, what about homeless spending? Well, that, that's one where you're talking about $20 billion over the last three years. You have, in, in real time, no sense of where the money is going. I think the first thing we need to do with the homelessness situation is give people a clear accounting of right now, where are the funds for these programs? What programs are being funded? Who's being funded? How much? Give people information so that people can look into it and say, all right, this particular program, this particular nonprofit that's getting money, what are they actually doing with it? So to me, the challenge with the homelessness crisis right now is the lack of transparency into the flow of funds, where it's going in real time, figuring out what's happening. And then, yeah, I think there's a backward looking component as well, something that I, you know, a lot of people call programmatic auditing, which basically means instead of just going back and seeing where the money went, you're actually looking back and going and saying, hey, how effective was that spending? Like, wouldn't it be great, guys, if we could have a letter grade that just said, here's a program, here's how much we've spent on it, 
here's what you promised the program would do. How's it actually performed against that benchmark? And then just give it a letter grade, A, B, C, D, so people can figure out, hey, what's actually happening? Well, just you know, using my own eyes, I could see a lot of these homeless programs are not working because we end up with more and more people on the streets. But maybe some of the programs are working, but who yeah. knows which ones? I mean, somebody's got yeah. to have come up with a better way, but maybe it's one out of ten or one out of four. I don't know. There's no information to judge. Right. Well, that's a big problem. And, and so, yeah, I talk to people about it who say, well, I, I want to solve the homelessness problem. It's like, yeah, I get that. That's really important. And so how about we spend money on programs that actually work? I know it's a novel concept in California, but how about we spend money on, on stuff that actually works? And so the, the, you guys mentioned the L.A. Times endorsement. You know, the reason the L.A. Times endorsed me is they said, first of all, we need someone who's going to tell us what's working and what's not so we can actually fund priorities in a reasonable and thoughtful way. But second of all, the only way you're going to do that is with a controller who is from a party that is different than the party in charge. They actually embrace that notion because that's the only way you're going to have true independence and somebody actually asking the questions. Could you also have an effect on all the money that's spent on public school districts that are horrendous? Yeah. Uh, so K through 12 districts, uh, any, any money they spend that comes from the feds or that comes from the state, you can audit as controller. But here's an interesting thing about something school districts are not doing now. You know, 76% of school districts are not telling the controller's office, they're supposed to, at this point in time, they're supposed to tell the controller's office how much they spend on pay and benefits for administrative staff. 76% of districts are not telling the controller what they're spending. And that's a very basic place to start. It's like, hey, how about you tell us how much in pay and benefits you're doling out to administrative officials? And then beyond that, we all know during the pandemic, tens of billions of dollars have come in from the feds to help public education in California. Where's that money actually gone? They kept saying we're going to use it to improve facilities and pay teachers more and get new equipment. Has that actually happened? we got to figure that out. And so the controller can absolutely be in the middle of determining the flow of funds to figure out where that money's actually gone. What are we spending it on? I mean, these are questions people deserve answers to. Where can people go to find out more about your campaign? Uh, go to Chen for California, C-H-E-N-F-O-R, California.com, and, uh, and check it out. we got lots of ideas on there, lots of plans, and a little bit more about me and what we're trying to do. All right, Lanhe, thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Good Lan stuff. Lanhe Chen, a candidate for a state controller on your budget, on your ballot, a Republican. Uh, we got more coming up. John and Ken Show and Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. The U.S. drought monitors says nearly 60% of California is in extreme drought. That includes San Bernardino, Riverside, and Kern counties. A panel from the World Health Organization says the world's not really prepared for a pandemic despite COVID-19. And the CDC is giving the green light for the Pfizer COVID booster shot for kids 5 to 11. We'll go to the 55 and we will check in with the KFI in the sky. Next. You got bad knees. I mean, just like really bad knees where you're hobbling around and a lot of pain. And you need a knee replacement and you're afraid of the traditional way because long recovery time. Uh, Hyperflex knee. Look at this. Not the old way. It's a high performance procedure using cutting edge VR surgical technology. You'll like this. You get hyper precision, hyper results. Most patients... This will be you are walking within 30 minutes after surgery, 30 minutes, and going home the same day. Really. Call 844-HYPERFLEX. They're going to explain all this with a private consultation. 
It's covered by most health insurances, including Medicare. 844-HYPERFLEX, 844-HYPERFLEX, or go to hyperflex.com. We have a car fire on the 55 in Orange. This one is reported along the southbound side, and it's coming right up on Chapman. The three right lanes are off limits. Delays are pretty jammed up right now, getting away from actually the 91 freeway, so it's a huge mess. Also, slowing on the northbound side of the 55 out of Costa Mesa from about Baker on the brakes all the way back to the 91. We've got Mike O'Brien, KFI in the sky. Yeah, it's just over Cerritos and still troubles for the 91. 91 westbound approaching the 605, still in the two left lanes. So that only leaves the fast track and the one right lane available. So they're barely squeezing through here. Bumper to bumper back through the five. I want to pick up Warrenstorp as a good alternate there. Now there's another problem being reported in the Fullerton area. South 57 and Orangethorpe. It looks like they're reporting a, a mama duck and four ducklings walking around. So watch out. It looks like they are stopping some traffic to try to get those guys out of there. That is bumper to bumper back through Cal State Fullerton. Mike O'Brien, KFI in the sky. In Corona, the 15 southbound slowing down from Magnolia Avenue to Wyrick Road. KFI in the sky helps get you there faster. I'm Angel Martinez. To all the parents out there with a teen approaching their 16th birthday, there's not much we can do to help calm the anxiety you may be feeling, but we can help you make their new driver's license a real ID. Starting May 3rd, 2023, Californians will need a federally accepted form of identification, like a real ID, to fly within the United States as well as access military bases and federal buildings. Save yourself and your new driver the hassle of upgrading later. See what documents are needed and start the application online. Visit realid.dmv.ca.gov today. It's been a couple of years since I started sharing my advanced hair story with you, but some of you are still facing hair loss. Don't settle with balding if you desire a full head of hair. Advanced hair makes the solution easy. It takes just one visit, your own natural hair starts to regrow the very next day, and your new hair is backed by the advanced hair guarantee. It's no wonder why tens of thousands of people, including me, have received the FUE treatment from advanced hair's top-rated physicians. It works for bald spots, receding hairline, thinning hair, men, women, younger, wiser which is why it worked for me. A full head of hair doesn't only change the way you look, it makes you feel more confident, proud, and youthful. Regrowing your hair where you were once balding is absolutely life-changing. Schedule your free consultation. You're going to get $250 off and 250 free hair grafts. Call 844-333-HAIR and don't forget to ask about the Advanced Hair Guarantee. That's 844-333-HAIR or advancedhair.com. Where can you find a super selection of new and pre-owned vehicles? At Norm Reeves Honda Superstore during our Norm Reeves Memorial Day event where we make upgrading easy all month long. Get a fast and fair appraisal when you choose to trade or return any Honda lease to one of our five Honda lease return super centers. Shop our super selection of fuel efficient used and certified pre-owned Hondas. If it's a new and customized Honda you're looking for, our friendly team will help you pre-order your Honda including the incoming all new 2023 Honda HRV coming soon. So trade to upgrade today. Visit our super award winning Norm Reeves Honda Superstore locations in Huntington Beach Beach, West Covina, the Irvine Auto Center, Vista, and the number one Honda store in the world in the Cerritos Auto Square. Shop online at normreeves.com.
As per Global Honda, new vehicle sales 2021. If your business has five or more employees and you manage to survive COVID, you're eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of $26,000 per employee. And this is not a loan. It's yours. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape? How does your business get the money? Go to GetRefunds.com. They're specialists in this little-known payroll tax refund program, and they do all the work. No charge up front. They share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP money, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. They got my business a six-figure refund, and their average client gets a quarter of a million dollars back. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on the Qualify Me button, answer a few questions, they do the rest. GetRefunds.com, GetRefunds.com. K-F-I. More stimulating talk. An iHeart radio station. Tony Kent Show, KFI AM 640. We are live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Coming up after 5.30, we'll take a look at uh, how things change big time in just two years. People were taking a knee, screaming defund the police after the death of George Floyd in May of that year. Taking a knee. Taking a knee. <laughs> now, they just passed a budget with an increase in money for the Los Angeles Police Department. Garcetti pushing it big time. Nonsense. Uh, we'll tell you more about that after Um, We told you yesterday that the effort to recall Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon has passed the $450,000 signature level. They need to get to about $570,000, but they'll need a margin of error. I was reading an opinion column today by a guy that specializes, John, in analyzing recalls. And he says the normal bad signature rate is somewhere in the 20 to 30% range. That's what most of them come out to be, including the recall against Gray Davis, the recall against Newsom. So you can see what kind of margin they're going to need if we can expect somewhere between 20, 25%. Yeah. Well, the signatures collected will not be considered valid. Well-funded campaigns will get an auditing firm to pre-vet the signatures, and you might have a better... uh... You might have a better I think that's what they did with the Newsom recall. Yeah. I think they did. Um, I don't think they did as much with the Bonin recall, as you know. that. No. Well, that that was a shoestring budget. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I I, I think this is really well-funded. If they got $6 million, that just seems like a lot of money to recall Gascon. Uh, Good news from a poll out of San Francisco. The San Francisco Chamber of Commerce has released a poll that found 67% of city, city voters will vote to recall the San Francisco DA, Chesa Bowden. 67 That would be earth-shattering if that happens because you don't expect... I mean, they recalled a couple of school board members a well, few months ago, but this would be a harbinger of what can happen here. And that's why we're watching this. Yeah, and this you is the same type of person. You know why? Because, because what Chesa Bowden and Gascon are doing is not what most people want including the normal people, including Democrats, liberal Democrats, most people don't want to live this way. I've been maintaining this since the beginning of these controversies, that these guys snuck in and talked in bland platitudes, and nobody had any idea what they really meant to do. I mean, the things they've done are so extreme, they didn't campaign 
broadly on this stuff. They came in because of the George Floyd death and this whole idea of defund the police. And they're like, well, now's my moment to stop incarcerating people, to change the whole criminal justice system. Well, and idiot voters did not read this right. And I think that to some extent, those voters who thought that these left-wing progressive philosophies were a good idea saw them in practice over the last few years and realized, oh, I was wrong. No, I don't want this. This is not what I meant. This is not what I thought was going to happen. Because we're look at, looking in this story that in this poll, 75% of city voters, at least 75% of city voters, want to enforce existing laws that prohibit open-air drug dealing. Which means they don't want the Tenderloin District. They want more cops on the street in the high crime areas. They want more police officers on the street in busy areas. They want to expand conservatorship. Aha! Court-ordered treatment for those uh, who are too uh, mentally whacked out. 75% of San Francisco city voters? Yeah. And they want more... You'd think it would be 95% here. Well, it probably is, because this is common sense. I don't think this is a hard sell to say you want more police when crime is raging out of control. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's, it, it's a hard sell for people saying, hey, no open-air drug dealing and drug taking. Well, I don't know anybody who ever would want anything like this. Everybody I know who, who is, is a liberal in their politics, they enjoy living in nice, clean, safe areas. I don't know anybody who wants to live in a Tenderloin district or a Skid Row district or next to the encampments. Most people don't. So this is what was really head-scratching about it all, is somehow these whack-job progressives got into office and created this, this, this dystopia, this hellhole that none of us want. All right. When we come back, speaking to the police, what do you know? The L.A. City Council, with the exception of one council member, yeah. voted on a large new budget, which Guess actually who? increases money to the police department. Right. John and Ken Show and Deborah Mark live in 24-hour KFI Newsroom. The man accused of rushing comedian Dave Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl has pleaded not guilty to a charge of attempted murder for a stabbing in December. Isaiah Lee. This particular program, this particular nonprofit that's getting money, what are they actually doing with it? So... To me, the challenge with the homelessness crisis right now is the lack of transparency into the flow of funds, where it's going in real time, figuring out what's happening. And then, yeah, I think there's a backward looking component as well, something that I, you know, a lot of people call programmatic auditing, which basically means instead of just going back and seeing where the money went, you're actually looking back and going and saying, hey, how effective was that spending? Like, wouldn't it be great, guys, if we could have a letter grade that just said, here's a program, here's how much we've spent on it. Here's what you promised the program would do. How's it actually performed against that benchmark? And then just give it a letter grade, A, B, C, D, so people can figure out, hey, what's actually happening? Well, just you know, using my own eyes, I could see a lot of these homeless programs are not working because we end up with more and more people on the streets. But maybe some of the programs are working, but who yeah. knows which ones? I mean, somebody's got to yeah. come up with a better way. But maybe it's one out of ten or one out of four. I don't know. There's no information to judge. Right. Well, that's a big problem. And and so, yeah, I talk to people about it who say, well, I, I want to solve the homelessness problem. It's like, yeah, I get that. That's really important. And so how about we spend money on programs that actually work? I know it's a novel concept in California, but how about we spend money on, on stuff that actually works? And so 
that you guys mentioned the L.A. Times endorsement. You know, the reason the L.A. Times endorsed me is they said, first of all, we need someone who's going to tell us what's working and what's not so we can actually fund priorities in a reasonable and thoughtful way. But second of all, the only way you're going to do that is with a controller who is from a party that is different than the party in charge. They actually embrace that notion because that's the only way you're going to have true independence and somebody actually asking the questions. Could you also have an effect on all the money that's spent on public school districts that are horrendous? Yeah, uh, so K-12 districts, uh, any, any money they spend that comes from the feds or that comes from the state, you can audit as controller. But here's an interesting thing about something school districts are not doing now. You know, 76% of school districts are not telling the controller's office. They're supposed to, at this point in time, they're supposed to tell the controller's office how much they spend on pay and benefits for administrative staff. 76% of districts are not telling the controller what they're spending. And that's a very basic place to start. It's like, hey, how about you tell us how much in pay and benefits you're doling out to administrative officials? And then beyond that, we all know during the pandemic, tens of billions of dollars have come in from the feds to help public education in California. Where's that money actually gone? They kept saying we're going to use it to improve facilities and pay teachers more and get new equipment. Has that actually happened? we got to figure that out. And so the controller can absolutely be in the middle of determining the flow of funds to figure out where that money's actually gone. What are we spending it on? I mean, these are questions people deserve answers to. Where can people go to find out more about your campaign? Uh, go to Chen for California, C-H-E-N-F-O-R, California.com, and, uh, and check it out. we got lots of ideas on there, lots of plans, and a little bit more about me and what we're trying to do. All right, Lanhee, thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Good Lan stuff. Chen, a candidate for a state controller on your budget, on your ballot, a Republican. Uh, we got more coming up. John and Ken show, and we'll take a look at uh, how things change. Big time in just two years. People were taking a knee, screaming defund the police after the death of George Floyd in May of that year. Taking a knee. Taking a knee. <laughs> now, they just passed a budget with an increase in money for the Los Angeles Police Department. Garcetti pushing it big time. Nonsense. Uh, we'll tell you more about that after 5.30. Um, we told you yesterday that the effort to recall Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon has passed the $450,000 signature level. They need to get to about 570000 but they'll need a margin of error. I was reading a opinion column today by a guy that specializes, John, in analyzing recalls. And he says the normal bad signature rate is somewhere in the 20 to 30% range. That's what most of them come out to be, including the recall against Gray Davis, the recall against Newsom. So you can see what kind of margin they're going to need if we can expect somewhere between 20, 25%. Yeah. Well, the signatures collected will not be considered valid. Well-funded campaigns will get an auditing firm to pre-vet the signatures, and you might have a better... uh... You might have a better I think that's what they did with the Newsom recall. Yeah. I think they did. Um, I don't think they did as much with the Bonin recall, as you know. that. No. Well, that that was a shoestring budget. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I I, I think this is really well funded. I mean, if they got $6 million, that just seems like a lot of money to recall Gascon. Uh, Good news from a poll out of San Francisco. The San Francisco Chamber of Commerce has released a poll that found 67% of city, city voters will vote to recall the San Francisco DA, Chesa Bowden. 67 That would be earth-shattering if that happens because you don't expect 
I mean, they were called a couple of school board members a few months ago, but this would be a harbinger of what can happen here. And that's why we're watching this. Yeah. And you know, the same type of person. You know why? Because because what Chesa Bowden and Gascon are doing is not what most people want. A, 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 including the normal people, including Democrats, liberal Democrats, most people don't want to live this way. I, I, I've been maintaining this since the beginning of these controversies, that these guys snuck in and talked in bland platitudes, and nobody had any idea what they really meant to do. I mean, the things they've done are so extreme, they didn't campaign Broadly on this stuff. They came in because of the George Floyd death and this whole idea of defund the police. And they're like, well, now's my moment to stop incarcerating people, to change the whole criminal justice system. And idiot voters did not read this right. And I think that to some extent, those voters who thought that these left-wing progressive philosophies were a good idea saw them in practice over the last few years and realized, oh, I was wrong. No, I don't want this. This is not what I meant. This is not what I thought was going to happen. Because we're looking in this story that in this poll, 75% of city voters, at least 75% of city voters, want to enforce existing laws that prohibit open-air drug dealing. Which means they don't want the Tenderloin District. They want more cops on the street in the high-crime areas. They want more police officers on the street in busy areas. They want to expand conservatorship. Aha, court-ordered treatment for those uh, who are too uh, mentally whacked out. 75% of San Francisco city voters? Yeah. And they want more. You think it would be 95% here? Well, it probably is because this is common sense. I don't think this is a hard sell to say you want more police when crime is raging out of control. I I I don't think... I don't think it's it, it's a hard sell for people saying, hey, no open air drug dealing and drug taking. Who well, I don't know anybody who ever would want anything like this. Everybody I know who who is, is uh, liberal in their politics, they enjoy living in nice, clean, safe areas. I don't know anybody who wants to live in a Tenderloin district or a Skid Row district or next to the encampments. Most people don't. So this is what was really head-scratching about it all, is somehow these whack-job progressives got into office and created this, this, this dystopia, this hellhole that none of us want. All right. When we come back, speaking of the police, what do you know? The L.A. City Council, with the exception of one council member, yeah. voted on a large new budget, which Guess actually who? increases money to the police department. Right. John and Ken Show. There's a documentary that's going to be on Fox 11 next Wednesday titled Lost Angeles, City of Homeless. And uh, I'm in it. Uh, it's an hour and a half from 6 to 7.30. You're homeless? You must uh, be lying there on the I, gutter? They, they, they caught me uh, laying face down one night. Uh, Wednesday, May 25th from 6 to 7.30. I guess my little clips are sprinkled throughout. It's also going to stream on YouTube, Tubi, Fox Soul, FoxLA.com, but it'll be on the main Fox 11 channel Wednesday, May 25th, 6 to 7.30. If you go to the John and Ken Instagram page, and I think also on Facebook, there's a a 90-second trailer clip you could watch to get the idea. It's going to be a very powerful documentary from what I've seen. The state of California budget's about $300 billion. The city of Los Angeles budget, which just got approved, is nearly $12 billion. Here's the thing. 
they put $87 million of more money for LAPD. Who'd have known, who'd have thunk when two years ago, all we were hearing is to fund the police. The police are killers. Didn't Garcetti say that? Yeah, he called them killers. Uh, we had the George Floyd incident, the murder. Uh, by the way, though, a second year of historic spending of over a billion dollars on homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you notice how, how it's just down how, the toilet. How it's presented, it's historic, which means because that's the trick. We should approve. You see, we're spending money, therefore we're fixing the problem. No, we should be happy. Well, I, there there isn't anything that explains where the last billion went. The last history-making uh, spending debacle. What, what, what was the outcome? What got better? It didn't. I... Well, back to the police. It's an 8.5% increase to the LAPD operating budget because these dopey politicians are aware that crime is on the minds of people. It's horrific out there. and We got probably 17 gangs engaging in these street robberies. We've got a DA who doesn't care, doesn't like bail, doesn't like to charge people with enhancements. This is what we're stuck with. So this budget passed with the exception of one council member who voted no. Let's look around and guess. Oh, Mike Bonin. Yeah, that's where the stink is coming from. And his main objection was to LAPD getting more money. Didn't like that. He He is weird and sick, isn't he? The least I mean, he's going away. Minority men are getting killed by the dozens and dozens. And Bonin does not want to fund the only the only agency that could slow this down. Why is that? Does he want them dead? Does he want the shootings and the killings to continue? <clears throat> if you don't use the police, who are you going to use? He wants therapeutic vans. Did you read this quote? How do we grow so that our summer youth programs, jobs program, is 50,000 instead of 1,000 kids? How do we do our gang reduction and youth development program, get it everywhere in the city, or have the therapeutic vans everywhere instead of in five or six? I guess vans drive around with therapists. I don't know. I have not seen what that is, but he was referring to therapeutic vans. Now, again, nobody sits down and says, explain to me how this works. Where has it worked? What city has the van sent- drives up? The therapists jump out. They talk to you. They fix it. You don't commit crime. When you have simple, a, John, you what ba- are you not getting here? When you have a bunch of young guys with a lot of testosterone and weapons on them, and they're fighting over turf or drugs or you know whatever stuff they've stolen or trying to fence, they start shooting at each other. What's the therapist in a van going to do? Just explain to me how it works. All right, therapist shows up. Jumps out yeah. of the van. Well, they jump out the of the side. van. Bullets are flying over. They his start head. talking to the gang member. Let's go back to your childhood. Next thing you know, their watch is stolen. They're conked over the head. I think that's what would happen. <laughs> like everyone else, it's give me a, your phone. Give me your watch. Get it's out like of a here. cartoon. Oh, what? Oh, you're a city therapist. What a crappy watch. Where'd you get that? Walmart. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile. Uh, Look at that. Garcetti actually wants to get LAPD staffing. Uh, he wants to get it up to 9,735. I remember the magic number. And I don't know why. There's always been 10,000. Have you heard that? It's 10,000 police officers. I because it's a big round number. I guess it just... Caruso... I remember even when Tony Villar was mayor, they would always talk about that. Caruso wants 11,000. 
I don't know what the, so. I don't know what the optimum number is per person in LA. We or, or per square mile in LA too. We actually are on the low side among big cities. We don't yeah, well, have a lot of police officers. Right. We also well, have a lot of square miles. Yeah. Also, it's it's lopsided because much of the crime is in a smaller geographical area up until recent years, and now it's spreading all over the place. But it used to be we didn't need much of a police presence in a good chunk of the city, and now we do. So, you know, I, I think we should dr- dramatically in- increase the police presence. And another thing is, is we the, the, the demonizing has to end and, and the restrictions on them have to end because they're having trouble finding candidates to apply. Because who wants to be hung out to dry by a Mike Bonin when you try to execute a dangerous arrest and you have to shoot? And then you're turned into some monster you're the villain, you're the criminal, right? Yeah. I, I mean, if that's the way you're going to be treated, then who wants that job? And a, a, lot of, a lot of people don't anymore. All right. When we come back, speaking to the other side of this, new uh, tax documents have come out about the uh, Black Lives Matter Global Foundation and their fundraising. Uh, $90 million. The co-founder, Patrice Cullors, went on MSNBC and admitted that was white guilt money. There you go. George Floyd's death. They got a windfall. (laughs) We'll play some of her comments because people are still scrutinizing the real estate deals that were done with some of that money. John and Ken show KFI. You had to figure this would happen. Who's been in the news a lot the last couple of weeks saying things about Biden, saying how now he's probably going to vote Republican, saying how messed up things. It's Elon Musk. Yeah. He's in the headlines tonight. It's alleged he paid a SpaceX flight attendant $250,000 to settle a claim that he propositioned her for sex, Mm. exposed himself, and oddly offered to buy her a horse in exchange for a massage. (laughs) Allegedly, she was paid off to leave the company and never tell the story. This is a friend who's submitting the papers on this allegation. A friend of uh, Of the the flight attendant. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> because I guess the flight attendant got confidentiality. Uh, this is a 2016 allegation. Offered to buy her a horse? That's an odd detail. <laughs> Maybe he, he found out so she wait, likes horses. He wanted a little more out of the massage? Yeah. Uh, and and she, she, he said, I'll give you a horse if you give me a little, uh, yes. little, little tug. She says she reported the incident, and then they paid her 250 uh-huh. grand as part of a severance agreement. Uh, His he, response is, you think that if I did this, that in the last 30 years, stuff like this would come out? That was kind of part of his response. He, she worked as a member of the cabin crew for SpaceX's corporate jet fleet. She accused Musk of exposing his erect member to her, mm-hmm. rubbing her leg without consent, and offered to buy her a horse in exchange for an erotic massage. The flight attendant allegedly did admit she does ride horses, so that was part of their conversation. (laughs) Makes the horse thing a little more. She doesn't ride musks, though. I wonder. uh, He was, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, he whipped it out. It wasn't ever. (laughs) Apparently, he had a moment. Uh, (laughs) It's just like, I can't get over the horse. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it says um, um, that, that Musk asked her to come to his room during a flight. I guess he has a private room on this corporate jet. And wanted a full body, body massage, and she found him completely naked except for a sheet covering the lower half of his body. 
Yeah. I see. He probably had a little tent pole going there. He says, it's a hit job. They're coming after me. Uh-huh. Well, did it not happen? or? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there. Oh, these powerful men. Uh, we turn now to uh, Black Lives Matter. The co-founder, Patrice Cullors, went on MSNBC. We can play you a small clip. Um, she was talking about, well, the tax details just came out about the Global Network Foundation. She was the former executive director. She resigned after it came to light that they were buying up a whole bunch of houses. And then the other day it came to light that they were handing out a lot of money to friends and relatives. Here's what she said in the interview on MSNBC's with uh, Tremaine Lee. Yes, it was a major shock. It was also a lot of like, oh, wait, this I did not see that coming. Um, you know, contrary to what, you know, has been reported, much of the funding that came in was from individual donors. Um, that was a lot of white guilt money. There's a lot of white folks mm. being like, we just got to put the money. That's, the, that's that good guilt. $90 million <laughs> with guilt. That's a lot of good. <laughs> that's, that's that good yeah. guilt. And BLM was still figuring out what is its infrastructure, you know? So I was really called back in to help hey, we do that work. And I did a lot of that labor. I did and you a lot thought, of that why don't we buy some mansions? I left BLM. <laughs> But hey, my boyfriend has this business being built to figure out where, where out do we here. go with this. And folks who are listening should know this. Yeah. There are groups that build infrastructure for three to five years before uh -huh. they become public. Oh, I see. And well, they say, yeah, they take their time. we had the growing we pains. The money came in so luxury. quickly. 800. We wait a second. A uh, stop, stop, stop. She's, just, just, she's a con woman. She uses my Eight. favorite word in this interview, weaponized. It's been weaponized against uh, all right. me. All right. Uh, $840,000 went to a security company owned by her brother brother right they, that, that's part of the infrastructure they were working on that i'm sure um, it was the best man for the job whatever that was the father of one of her children was paid oh, five his name is damon turner was paid five times the amount that blm paid the trayvon martin foundation no that seems he, he was paid nine hundred and sixty nine thousand dollars for production design and media services, what would be those production services? What did they build? Yeah, build a studio? The, uh, proof. I... Get out of here. Weaponized. Racket. Everything's weaponized. Con Use some like that word, too. Weaponized. Yeah. Ah, look who's here. Ding dong. Ding dong. Hey, hey I'm a big uh, uh, John and Ken fan, I, you know, since uh, you guys moved out here and started on KFI. And I loved the opening of the show today. That I uh, that you guys both went to the same concert last Friday and you didn't find out until six days later you were at the same concert. It's good. It's so great. Good observation. It's so classic, right? It's it so, is. But that's the reason why you guys are still partners, right? We we, we don't annoy each other. That's we, right. Yeah, we Keep talk a, on the air. We that's right. Keep here. a little bit of distance. That's you know? right. It's been, you know, I was gonna Monday. I was gonna mention that I was there. I just didn't think of it. And then when he mentioned it today, I was like, "Holy crap! I was there too." I was gonna mention, but I wanted to wait till Deborah came back to tell her about uh, oh the veganism, how impressed or I was. Or, yeah, yeah, the vegan thing. I think it's great, man. If you ever do a class where you teach people how to stay and talk radio, I'd bring that up first. <laughs> don't talk to, don't annoy each other, and don't talk to each don't, other. Don't wear each other Good out. Idea. That's right. I uh, on a, a lighter note, baby formula factories going to reopen by maybe next week, uh, according to the FDA. Right. That's kind of cool. And then uh, Rihanna, your favorite, is given birth, <laughs> becomes uh, her first baby with uh, ASAP Rocky or you a see, dollar sign AP Rocky. 
See, Chris Brown sent out his congrats. Chris no, Brown, is that right? Yeah, it's kind of Wow. Yeah. That's kind of Is he the one that beat her up or something? Yes, he did, right before the uh, the Grammys. Oh. Uh, allegedly, I don't know. But uh, And also the uh, man, remember the man who attacked Dave Chappelle? Well, he's charged yeah. with attempted murder yeah. in an unrelated stabbing of the roommate. Good thing he wasn't charged with a felony for attacking oh, Chappelle. Oh, my you know? God. That would have been unfair. Unbelievable. <laughs> Man, these guys really have to watch it. If I, if I, was, a, if I was doing stand-up comic, I, comedy, I would, I would be leery of working in L.A. Because no one's going to charge anybody. No. I, the, not only now the idea is in every whack job's head, but sure. there's no consequence. Right. Exactly. And you hear and, and Steve Gregory talking about these people on the train burning each other, you know, throwing gas and lighting yeah. people on fire. It's wild. And then not being charged for that, you know, they're being you know, minim, minimally charged. Right. Right. No enhancements for using fire as an attack. Weapon. Isn't that crazy? Right. <laughs> God. It sounds like we're doing a comedy routine. This is does, real. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It, it sounds like we're exaggerating. It's like, no, you could set somebody on fire on the train and probably nothing's going to happen. Uh, it's incredible. Right. Yeah. All right. So, so Conway is on the train. Next, ding dong. Have, I love uh, it. Ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> All right. Let's see if John can get through this. Crozier's go. got the news. KFI, KOST, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Boom. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation. And gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 